Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forever an Athlete podcast. Uh, This is Eric. I'm the author of the Forever an Athlete program, and uh, you can find my book on Amazon, and it's available on my website as well, which is minktraining.com. And today, I just wanted to discuss some things that are kind of important in terms of our um, muscular balance and our alignment in terms of our physical structure. Uh, lately, as people have been sitting and slouching and hunched over couches and desks and not moving enough, um, not getting out enough, um, you know, we're starting to see more hip and knee and lower back dysfunction as a result of, hi- of sitting too much and as a result of uh, turning off the uh, muscular uh, kind of connections to our, our glutes, our gluteus maximus, medius, and some of the other structures down there by our hips. Because we're sitting so much, those uh, muscle fibers don't get challenged and, and don't aren't contracting enough. Uh, as a result, you, you can find uh, some lower, bo- lower back pathology, lower back discomfort, and with tight, really tight hips, especially tight anterior hips, which is the front of your hips, uh, caused by excessive sitting, you can uh, tighten up your IT bands so much to the point where you have knee dysfunction and knee pain. So again, think of yourself sitting too much. Your glutes, you know, your butt are not being challenged. They're not firing. They're, you're not building muscle fiber. You're not building muscle tone, which is kind of the connection, the neuromuscular connection between the muscle tissue and uh, action like running, walking, squatting, moving, um, lifting something, walking upstairs, walking downstairs, walking up a hill, uh, any kind of functional movement, lifting a pot of plant, planted pot uh, from the garden, um, lifting a suitcase or something, uh, stepping upstairs, lifting a baby off the floor, anything like that is going to involve glute function and you know, glute, glute contraction, gluteal contraction. So sitting too much, like everybody's done, everybody has done during COVID. Uh, sorry, I mentioned that word, but um, people are now having uh, abnormal hip mechanics, and it kind of ties into both the lower back as well as the knee. Uh, when you think about your glutes being shut off or turned off, um, the tightness in the front of your hips, and you can probably you probably think about it as you're sitting now. That, that tight front of the hip, anterior hip, um, can uh, start to also cause tightness in the IT band, which will potentially start tugging at the knee, which tugs the knee, the kneecap laterally. And so uh, this kind of issue of sitting too much, they, you know, it's been coined, multiple trainers and smart sports performance people have called it gluteal amnesia. And, um, I, you know, I wrote about this in my book. I talked a lot about, um, how to target the hip, your hip for strength and for mobility and how that ties into a core and your dynamic core, which is like, uh, abdominal compression and strength, lateral core, deep core, and just your regular core, which is, I guess your rectus abdominis, your deep core is going to be your transversus abdominis and your lateral core is your, um, um, external obliques. And so what we're finding is um, with this gluteal amnesia or turning off of the glutes, um, yeah, there's dysfunction and people are having knee problems. People are having like poor 
poor glute strength and that's going to cause other issues which will radiate down to knees or back or even just you know tighter quads and poor hip mechanics so um again the, the you know research has shown that there's neuro, having neuromuscular control strength mobility and flexibility throughout the whole complex is very essential and there's a journal of orthopedic and sports physical therapy article from a few years back called the influence of abnormal hip mechanics on knee injury uh, a biomechanical perspective and some of the authors including this guy powers um, discuss the hip and i'm quoting this as ball and socket as a ball and socket joint the hip provides multiplanar motion and is second only to the shoulder in terms of mobility at the distal end is uh, the, the femur, and it's, it's tightly bound to the tibia through a complex system of ligaments, the joint, capsule, and tendons. The joint is dependent on a complex set of muscles to create motion and provide dynamic stability. As such, impaired hip muscle performance can render the hip susceptible to dysfunction in all planes. So, the, all, so again, the planes are... Four different planes of motion. Hips are multiplanar, so we have hip flexion, which is basically driving the knee up. We have hip extension, which kind of is that push-off phase, like if you're running, uh, walking, or running upstairs. It's the bottom foot, and the glute will contract, and that's hip extension as that top foot kind of reaches to the next stair. Um, then there's adduction and abduction. Abduction is bringing away from center line, and adduction is drawing near to center line. And abnormal mechanics can have uh, bad bad effects that radiate reverberate down the uh, rest of the kinetic chain. Um, so, for example, excessive um, knee malalignment, which is valgus or varus, um, uh, can be cause people or especially athletes to have more ACL tears and patellofemoral issues. Um, insufficient muscle control which is kind of what i'm talking about with people sitting too much um, caused by hip, weak hip abductors abdominal muscles and erector spinae group can also create um, different injury scenarios um, for people who are trying to get back into movement again and even for people who are not trying to get back into movement but you know you can envision somebody who's sitting all the time and finally getting getting a little bit more um ready to get out and be exploring world again after COVID. And uh, the scenario of weak buttocks is um, something that, you know, will, will cause potentially cause problems for a runner who's now finally starting to run again and their butt, their glutes aren't firing. So um, what um, we, what I've done with multiple clients through the years is kind of try to wake up that um, the um, anterior hip, um, by stretching the anterior hips, that's the front of the hip. Uh, so that's kind of like the lunge position. Uh, it's the back leg on the lunge position. And, and we try to stretch that anterior hip a little bit more. Um, we want to be able to fire that glute and the glute max and the glute medius. So the glute max is triggered by just doing a regular squat. And the gluteus medius is really more triggered when you're getting way into hip extension or even abduction. So that's kind of drawing your um, way away from midline. So there's an exercise called the clamshell, which is really great for hip abduction, which is you're, you're on sideline and you're kind of opening your knees away from each other. And you got to use the glute medius to open that, open that hip. Um, 
Bridging is another great exercise. It's done in yoga, um, which is just kind of like supine. You're lying on a bed or a floor and you dig in your heels with your knees bent and you slowly lift your hips off the bed or the ground and making sure that your glutes are firing and making sure that your stomach is tight. And that's a great way to kind of wake up the glutes really um, easy way, low budget way, great way, great rehab way. And all the years I did physical therapy, working in clinics and also on my own, um, bridges were done, clamshells were done. And we did hip abduction walks, which is like kind of squat position, like ready position, athletic position, and slowly walking left and right with bands wrapped around, um, your knee area slightly above your knees. And that's called a monster walk or just hip abduction walk. So there are three ways to, um, actually four ways to challenge your, your hips or try to wake up your hips, get rid of gluteal amnesia. Um, that is, um, clamshells, uh, bridges, hip abduction walks and anterior hip front of the hip stretching, anterior hip stretching. So, um, I also have in my book, I've selected multiple movements that, um, really tie in the, uh, hip functioning with the core and try to take into account that we're going to try to fire the glutes, fire the glute medius, fire the glute maximus, stretch the anterior hip. And we're going to do some stuff on with minimal weights and with minimal equipment. And even, a, even a really good squat where you finish deep, you know, you're, you're, you're going deep to the floor and you're finishing tall with your glutes squeezed as a, as good posture, nice upright posture, chest back, stomach in, firing the glutes. That's also a great way to just wake up the, wake up the glutes. Um, and so we're going to, um, also train that. So that's another exercise to add in on, on, um, you know, waking up or, or doing away with this gluteal amnesia from excessive sitting. So, there we go. That kind of wraps up my discussion on how important the hip func hip function is and how important your glute max is, which is the main muscles in your butt, but also the glute medius, which is the upper kind of right lateral area of your, of your um, butt and stretching the anterior hip, which is what gets shortened from sitting too much, sitting at the desk, sitting at zoom, sitting, playing video games, sitting in the car. I don't know. People are driving less sitting around Netflix, sitting for whatever you're doing. So let's get rid of that and let's start getting back in shape. Let's start moving again. Let's start waking up the glutes. And again, this is the Forever an Athlete podcast. And this is Eric. Hope you enjoyed. And that is it for the night, right around 11 minutes. Thanks, everybody.